most team ropers are going to spend their money on entry fees rather than Christmas presents, if I had to guess. <laughs> this is Season 3 of The Score, the Team Roping Journal's regular podcast where the team roping world talks. We've told the stories of some of the greatest cowboys, horses, and moments in the sport, and we're so far from done. In 2020, we'll bring you more of what you've come to expect, like interviews with the best cowboys and cowgirls we know, and we'll dive even deeper into subjects you care about. Look for more audio editions of the Team Roping Journal stories you might have missed in print, and learn about the great horses shaping the sport and great challenges facing our industry. All this and more in 2020. I'm Chelsea Schaefer. Bobby Joe Hill and his crew at Hill Rodeo Cattle cross somewhere between two and 3,000 Coriani cattle every year from Mexico. And of those, only 60, which means 45 in three different pens plus 15 extras, will make the trip to this year's Wrangler National Finals Rodeo in Arlington, Texas, coming up next week. Bobby Joe has had a wild ride in 2020, just like most of the roping producers and cattle contractors in the business. He was on the line for roping steers for the Ariat World Series of Team Roping finale. That finale, if you've been living under a rock, has been rescheduled to 2021. So he's got a bunch of great fresh steers that are heading to these mega qualifier events in Wickenburg, Arizona, in San Antonio, Texas, and in Decatur, Texas. So Bobby Joe's steers are still going to be making a living. They're still going to be working hard for all the team ropers that are going to go out to these mega qualifiers. Can't wait to see everybody there. Bobby Joe's steers are also going to be in Arlington, so anybody watching on the Cowboy Channel and the Cowboy Channel Plus app are going to be able to see these steers in action in the big, big setup at Globe Life Field. I will be there. We'll be bringing you nightly episodes of The Score, and Bobby Joe, for the rest of the week during the NFR, will provide steer reports every night for us. So we will know who's got what steers and what they do as soon as we Uh, see the draw every evening so remember to look at teamropingjournal.com and check out our facebook pages for the full steer report that's going to be brought to you by fastback ropes every night so in this interview bobby joe and i will talk about the size of the steers you can see at the nfr the kind of cattle you're going to see at the mega qualifiers and what has gone into creating the great cattle that you're going to see in the next two weeks here in Arlington, as well as at the mega qualifiers for the World Series of Team Roping. So I hope you all have a absolutely wonderful Thanksgiving. I will look forward to talking to you all during the Wrangler National Finals Rodeo and during the mega qualifiers. If you see Caitlin, my very fabulous producer in Wickenburg, be sure to say a nice socially distanced hello. She will be collecting lots of stories and lots of content for you all to see from that mega qualifier because she's lucky and she gets to live there. So have a good one, everybody. Thanks so much. Today's episode is going to be brought to you by Fastback Ropes. So enjoy the episode, and I will talk to you more at the commercial break in the middle of the show. What are you doing? Oh, just trying to get the steers ready to go to Wickenburg in the morning. Plans have kind of been altered a little bit here in the last few hours. So Awkward. Awkward's a good word for how things are going right now. So, we're uh, getting, getting these steers ready to go for in the morning. And having to go swap some steers out in Stephenville for the... Or live band for the last part of the 
NFR steers and been a long day. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I bet. So can you give us a synopsis of what has happened in the last, like how the last week has transpired for you? Well, it started off at, for sure, Vegas was not moving it. Everything was going going down in Vegas. And then Sunday evening after we watched the speech that the governor gave, it was, what do we do now? Because mm-hmm. we've had a few steers set back, you know, just for the finale. And by a few, and, how many is a few? Um, myself. About two forty mm-hmm. on the fresh ones. Uh, Jeff Hilton, he had two two forty set back for it. And then we was gonna send a load of old steers a piece to mix in at the end. Mm-hmm. And then a guy from uh, Nevada, Ben Tibbetts, had two loads of fresh steers that he was gonna send. Mm-hmm. So you so. pivoted pretty quickly and got the Wickenburg batch or how much is going to Wickenburg and how many do you have going to Decatur? Well, it, it started, we were, I'm not a fan of the World Series barrier on fresh steers, mm-hmm. especially for that kind of money. When, when the gate opens, they need to be leaving. Mm-hmm. So we got with Ty um, right after the U.S. finals. Mm-hmm. And, like, they were wanting them fresh, but we said, hey, what about us putting a roping on them before they go? And then he came up with the idea, well, let's send them to Wickenburg, open 16, 14 maybe, mm-hmm. there a couple of days worth of high number stuff, and put a couple runs a day on them, get six, seven, eight runs on them, and then go into Vegas with them. So the Wickenburg deal was... We were going to send four loads, the four loads of fresh ones to Wickenburg gotcha. first. Gotcha. And then they, then they were going to Vegas. But now since that's kind of canceled, we're just, and then they added the Decatur. Mm-hmm. So we're going to stay here. And then he ended up, he was still planning on our steers being out there. So we ended up just sending a load piece. Well, actually, Jeff ended up sending a, Lotus tears that were a little past broke in, just kind of 11, 12, 13 steers out there. So end up sending three loads out there. Gotcha. So what, I mean, obviously this changes a lot of stuff for you. Can you talk to, to what it changes for you or, or how it affects you guys? Financially, it, it's going to shorten the money a little bit, mm-hmm. but there's still going to be I feel like quite a few runs, most team ropers are going to spend their money on entry fees rather than Christmas presents, if I had to guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I see. So let's let's talk more pleasant things that are actually going to happen and and are, are we know, are going to happen. So let's talk about... We hope. We hope. We hope. We, hope we, we can say one week out are more confident. Um, we are probably the same level of confidence we were a week ago for the other deal though too so it's exactly. it's 2020 so who knows what's happening um but so far so good with the uh with the nfr happening tell me about that set of steers that you put together for the nfr this year well i got a, a bigger set of steers that's going to kind of 
stand out size wise more than the other two sets will. I pulled off uh, the bigger end of the steers that was going to the finale. Mm-hmm. Some of them we used at Steamville to jackpot. That was kind of the plan. And then when all this other stuff started coming together and didn't know what was going to happen, plan changed a little bit. So the big steers, they were, they were fresh. They put six, eight runs on them probably. Mm-hmm. And then I got smaller set, which they're still going to weigh 475, 480. The, the bigger sets are probably going to weigh 540. Mm-hmm. The smaller steers are 475, 480, pretty stout. Uh, and they've had a jackpot on them, so. Where did they? Even. Where did they jackpot on them? Uh, we had it at the Jingle Bell Classic oh, okay. last weekend. Gotcha. So I just kind of went in there and plucked them off the stronger end after they had four or five runs, and uh, I just pulled them off, put them up. So are these all steers that you crossed? Are these steers that did you go to Mexico this year at all to pick out any steers or? How did that happen? Absolutely not. <laughs> it's not the year to be traveling across the border. Probably. And the hearsay for people saying it's maybe not the best year to be in Vegas. Yeah. But uh, no, all of these uh, come from my buyers mm-hmm. down there that they put together. And we, I've been putting them together probably since January, February of this past year just... If they were good, I just kept putting them back, putting them back, and try not to get into them. Hey everybody, it's Chelsea, and I want to talk to you a little bit about Fastback Ropes, who are sponsoring our episode today. Their two best sellers are the Cobalt and the Excalibur. They're poly-blend core ropes. The Cobalt is a perfect combination of poly and dyed nylon, resulting in a highly durable rope. It's medium in diameter and weight, and will likely appeal to ropers who prefer more tip weight and less body or bounce. Fastback's Excalibur is a nylon poly blend with core construction. It's a bestseller and it's another medium and diameter rope and weight with core construction, it's durable, it's got reduced body and no bounce, and swings consistent in all weather. We're gonna do something a little bit different this show. So I told you about the ropes, now I'm gonna give you a Fastback tip. Today's tip is about breaking in ropes. Surprisingly, a lot of people don't understand or know the importance of it. To break in your new ropes and help them last longer, rope 5 to 10 and then loosely coil back up and let it rest for a day or so. This will give the rope time to recover and draw back up. It helps extend the life of your rope. The rope makers at Fastback Ropes recommend that strategy, so I guess you probably all better stick to it. Again, thank you to Fastback for bringing us this episode, and thank you for the Fastback Tip of the Day. Now, how is the length of the barrier going to affect this set of steers? Do you think they will, how do you think they'll perform with, with a little longer start? The the bigger steers, as far as the run, I don't think they're that strong. Mm-hmm. They're, they're just big, framey steers. These other steers, uh, if you miss the barrier, you could be in a jam. Mm-hmm. Like they were pretty dang strong today. When they rope a tool. Mm-hmm. I myself, I 
know it's a big arena, but I was kind of, if it was my boat, it'd be four foot under so the header and healer could leave at the same time because you get the barrier out there a little bit. Mm-hmm. That healer, just out of reaction, is going to leave before the header. Mm-hmm. And if that steer sees him, it's, you know, more than likely, there sure is a lot of left there. Did that, when they announced that, did that change at all, the sets that you had together? Did you sort any off or, or anything like that, or was were your sets pretty much in stone? By no, that? I, I just, I kind of had them, I kind of had them put back, regardless of what the mm-hmm. barrier was, but I think with having a few more runs on them than the past, mm-hmm. I think it's, it's going to help. Gotcha. So, are, how are logistically? How are you doing that? Are you hauling those steers up? Are you going? Where are you going to be during this time period? Uh, going to be right here in the Dallas Fort Worth area, Decatur. <laughs> You're going to be in Decatur. Gotcha. Yes, ma'am. We, uh, Jeff and I, Hilton, we're going to split the. Uh, or I'm going to help him at the Alvarado Open. Mm-hmm. And they're having the, I guess, the Patriot at Glen Rose. And then we'll be at, I'm going to do uh, the U.S. Roping the first weekend at uh, Alvarado. Mm-hmm. We'll get them all moved in, then we'll be at Alvarado the rest of the week for that rope. You and I talked at the beginning of the year a little bit about what you thought this was going to do to your business and, and how you know, what you thought this year was going to look like when COVID just started. How overall can you say, you know, how the year has been? There's still been a ton of ropings, ton of events. Yeah. It's, uh, it picked up a lot. Like I think I went 48 days maybe mm-hmm. without the first dollar of income being shut down. Mm-hmm. But like once it opened back up, it was, it was hot and heavy, like, all the way through. Mm-hmm. Like, almost got in a jam this past weekend. They had the World Series at Hamilton, uh, the Danny Dietz at Decatur, Ben's Jingle Bell at Stephenville, and I had a rope in at uh, Alvarado. One rope was 20000 added, another rope, and they give a trailer away. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think that Ben's roping would fare very well just because you got your World Series crowd mm-hmm. and then 20000 added and a trailer given away. But actually, I think Ben ended up with the best turnout of the weekend. Mm. It was, I almost didn't have enough steers there. Really? Wow. Ten, ten more teams might have got me in a pickle. <laughs> <laughs> I gotcha. So, uh, what are you doing to prepare for 2021? I mean, as far as your steer counts and everything, and any any early indicators of what you need to do next year? No, like this will be the first time. Usually, I'll have the Sand Hills roping at uh, Odessa. Mm-hmm. So, I'll always have a fresh set of steers to start that roping. But going into next year, I've never had this many pressure steers on hand, like as far as the Decatur Open, mm-hmm. the Wickenburg, almost Vegas. So I'll have enough steers to keep the runs down on them to roll right into next year. So 
I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be all right. Gotcha. And what, I know there's a lot of talk in the industry about what horned cattle are going to do um, in the market and how you get rid of steers. What have you been doing on the back end of steers? All mine's been uh, going to the feed yard and drop them off and wait. Mm-hmm. Hope it turns out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think uh, I sold a load this, I think Monday, and I think they brought back $375 after feed. Uh, process and everything at the feed yard. Mm-hmm. Like $375. Okay. So, is that livable? Is that... It's uh, a lot better than 180 bucks at the sale barn. Yeah. <laughs> Just got to wait 200 days on your money. <laughs> yeah. I guess so. Well, it it seems like... it's That seems better than how people were talking things were going to go, you know, six months ago right. or a year ago. But there's there's not a lot of people feeding steers, so your your average team roper that has five, ten, fifteen, twenty practice steers, mm-hmm. he really he won't have enough to go and feed. So mm-hmm. he's going to have to sell them at the sale barn, and he's going to take a big hickey. But I guess it's just right now it's part of it. Yeah, I I can only remember maybe one year. That you one or two years maybe since I've been in the business that you've been able to sell a used steer for more than a fresh one mm-hmm. or more than more than it cost at the time when you bought it. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Now I, I was thinking about something while you were talking that I forgot to ask you earlier. Um, those pens of steers that you've got sorted off, the bigger ones. What do you know yet? Which rounds we'll see the big the big pen in? Uh. Not yet. I guess we'll know more Tuesday. Yeah, when they see run them how, through. See how, see how it goes when they run them through. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking they'll just be a second or third round pin. Gotcha. And one of the two smaller pins will, will go four times. Gotcha, sir. Well, are you going to get to rope at all during this uh, during these next couple weeks? Supposed to just got my horse back from the vet just a while ago and supposed to stay off of him two weeks. He got some kind of viral pneumonia or something. He's pretty sick for a while, so Gotcha, may, that uh, sucks. May give him seven days instead of two weeks. See how it goes. Spoken like a true team roper. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> awesome. Well thank you so much for your time today, sir, and have a wonderful all night drive to Wickenburg. Or do you have to drive all night to Wickenburg or Absolutely not. Oh, good. <laughs> good. No, truck will, truck will be here 7 in the morning, and we'll get him loaded and get him headed that way. Oh, good. <laughs> good. So you don't have to partake. Wonderful. No. We'll do, uh, I guess, a little Thanksgiving tomorrow, and I still have some steers that uh, Chad and Luke have been breaking in for me. Mm-hmm. That'll finish up the Decatur stuff and we'll go pick them up and pick the final steers up and get them on feed for a few days and I think we gotta have them up there Sunday cool well we will see you Tuesday probably yes ma'am thanks sir I'll talk to you soon alright thank you <laughs> bye bye
Okay, I hope you all enjoyed this interview. Thank you so much for sticking around on the score. Have an absolutely blessed Thanksgiving. I will be thinking about all of our listeners. I'm so grateful for you all, and I'm so grateful for the team ropers who spend their time visiting with us and making this whole show possible. Also, thank you, Fastback Ropes, for yet another episode that you have supported. Remember, everybody, go say hi to the folks at Fastback at all the booths at Cowboy Christmas this year. We will see you all in Arlington 